Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on- and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, we're taking a look at electric-powered alternatives to diesel through interviews conducted with manufacturers and industry leaders during ConExpo 2020 with our sister site, 4constructionpros.com. Let's take a listen now. With 75% of equipment manufacturers saying they will likely pursue electrification technology in the coming months, the electric earth mover powertrain may be here to stay. Battery technology continues to be the number one challenge, but not enough of a challenge to stifle a steady stream of new construction machine introductions. Of course, the big advantage of the electric powertrain isn't just fuel savings, but savings on maintenance due to a far simpler system. Let's talk about batteries and other technologies and explore the cost, performance, and demand that are fueling today's boom in electric power alternatives. Thanks to our sponsor, Kato. Hi everyone, welcome to Con Expo 2020. I'm Diana Henry. Evan Brown from Kato joins me now. Evan, you've got some really great products happening at Kato. Let's talk about your new battery-powered machine. Yeah, we're real excited about that. Uh, we've been doing battery-powered machines for a couple years now. We came out with a 9VXB, which has been extremely popular. Uh, this year, here at the show, actually, we just unveiled our 17 VXB. So it's a seven-foot dig class machine, uh, a little bit bigger size, about 3,500 pounds. It's got 5,500 pounds of breakout force, completely zero emissions. If you're doing anything indoors, anything that's a sanitary environment like food service or healthcare, uh, where you're trying to keep those emissions at zero, this is your tool. And there's nothing better than it on the market. We're really excited about it. Sustainability is key. It is. You've extended your product line into the larger excavators as well, right? Yes, ma'am. Uh, when Cotto bought IHI a couple years ago, it really changed the way that we did business. We've been repping IHI equipment here in the U.S. for 25 years as their distributor. And that took us up to about eight and a half tons with the mini excavator line that we, we carried for them. Kato's been making large excavators for 75 years. They've been in business for over 125 years in Japan. So with that merger, we were able to bring in their large excavators, which is what they're experts in. So we're really excited about that. The IHI stuff that our customers are you know, accustomed to, we're still bringing it in and, and under the Kato name, but it, it's great machines. And now we've got these terrific large machines. We go up to 50,000 pounds, which is a huge growth from what we were doing before. Uh, it's a little bit new thing, you know, we're learning as we go, but we're really excited about it and our customers seem to be too. Yeah, talk a little bit about the customer demands for these types of products. You're helping them solve some solutions, right? Absolutely. I mean, solve some only, problems with some solutions. Solve some solutions, <laughs> yeah. No, there's only so much you can do with a small machine. There are jobs that are big jobs and they require big machines. And before we just hadn't had a product that really serviced that market. We've got three large excavators that we bring in now. Uh, there's couple of machines around the 35,000 pound class, about 18 to 19 feet dig depth. So you can really get in with those. And then that 50,000 pound 823, it's a minimal radius machine. Uh, so you got a low tail swing, able to get into some tight spaces and still move around and work. And then it's got about a 22, 23 foot dig depth on it. So it's a great machine to really get in there and do some earth moving. Well, you've had some proven success with the, some of these machines. You've won some accolades. Tell us about that. Yeah, everyone likes to win a trophy every now and then. I think ours were earned. So we have a 25 V4 was just named Equipment Watch's uh, highest retained value for 2020 in that in that 25 weight class. Uh, so we're really excited about that. As I said before, IHI has been making great machines. Kato's continued that legacy. Our customers know us and respect the, the machines that they have. and. 
it's good to see that they're retaining their value and you know that's another thing that we can tell our customers is, you know you're ready to move on to the next one you know, you've got a, you still got a good return on your investment there when you go to sell so we're excited about that and then in the battery that we've been doing now we had a top 50 new product from equipment today last year with the 9 vxb and anytime you can get up there into the top and you know, you're being innovative and out in front of things that's always exciting too. Joining me now is Chris Villavarayan from Meritor. Chris, thanks for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Dan. Really for great me. things happening yep. at ConExpo, right? Yep. yep. Let's talk a little about um, you do you do drive train, you do yep. braking components. Yep. What else is happening at Meritor? So lots uh, electrification, off highway space, and it's just driving from the next evolution of what we're going to do in, in the in the two things that are the core of the business: the drivetrain and braking, and then just moving it into other applications, whether it's off-highway, specialty, military and defense, so that's what we're working on. Let's dive into that a little bit more. Sure. Tell me more about these new technologies and new spaces for you. Right, so we kicked off our entry into off-highway about four years ago, so you know, four or five years ago we said we were going to come back into off-highway. We had uh, the off-highway off business with our Axeltech portfolio about 17 years ago, but we got out of it, and so four years ago we set a plan to get back in. And then over time, in the last uh, four years, we, we grew it organically. Then we acquired a company called Fabco, and then we acquired Axeltech back. And so now we're a global uh, platform. We have almost a half a billion dollars of business around the world. Wonderful. Talk to us about Con Expo. What are you guys doing here? What do you have on display? Anything new? Yes, we do. So we brought out our electric axle. So we're, what we've done is on the on-highway space, on the commercial vehicle space, the, uh, the on-road trucking space, we're, we're heavy into electrification. So we've come up with axles for the medium-duty truck space as well as the um, heavy on-highway trucks. And so we took that and we moved it kind of over to the off-highway space. So what can we do with terminal track tractors? What can we do with uh, dock spotters and things like that? So that's what we've moved on to. How important was it for your company to get into the electric electrification space and the world of that? Um, very important. I think you know we looked at it and we said, hey, this is something that over time is going to be something that will probably disrupt our space so we thought you know we should come into it we also looked at it as as something that we could also add value in and grow from and it's exactly how it worked out we got in early we got in uh, about three and a half years ago and then it just kept uh, building i think the fact that we came out with uh, uh, an e-axle that we're using again on the commercial vehicle space that um, you know we're testing with all the major OEs, whether it's you know Packard or Daimler, and so we use that. Now we're moving off onto the off-highway space, and we've been able to again win uh, deals and and be on trucks with Calmar and folks like that. So on the off-highway side, the demand is there certainly. Sure, it right? is. Right, so and if you you're can not see there, the attention. You can see the attention from the customers that even at the show here. You know this. As we have our booth, all the attention is towards the electrification space. So it's great. It's, it's yeah. all fun. It's yeah. the road we're on, right? Yep. Joining me now, John Williams from Green Machine. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Con Expo, a great place to feature some really cool things happening in the industry. What are the goals of Green Machine when it comes to clean technology and the various partnerships you're making? So, so Green Machine is really, it's, it's more than green technology or clean technology. It's about taking power sources to the next level. So we invented the diesel engine 125 years ago. Internal combustion engine became commercialized in the 20s and the 30s, 19th century. We really haven't changed it in the last 100 years. 
we've, you know, added turbocharging and better machining and, and better optimization, but we haven't really made any leap in how we create a power source that's portable. That's what Green Machine is. Green Machine's a portable power source that replaces traditional fossil fuel-based systems. So right now you're in the more smaller equipment sizes. Plans to scale that up? So at the show, um, announcement to the camera, uh, Case in their booth has a 580 uh, tractor backhoe. Now that's an 18,000 pound machine. It'll be the largest commercially available electric machine in the world. And the two customers have already purchased that. So Avon Grid, National Grid, large public utilities will have that machine in their fleet this year. Wow, that's exciting news. It is. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Let's talk about the challenges that battery powered equipment faces. So the, the, the challenges are like any new technology, right? The challenges are what you don't know. Um, fortunately for Green Machine, we've had our pack systems in the market for about eight years. We've got over 20,000 hours of runtime on these systems. So we've gone through a lot of that validation and you know what I would call field breaking because you can't you only replicate so many things in a lab until you put it in someone's hands and they drop it off a truck or tip it over into a construction site or whatever we do in construction um, you really can't validate it. What are customers coming to you with um, their challenges? What are they asking for? So they're asking for better equipment, right? So the challenge is how do you take the challenge with the diesel engine is you can't make it any better, right? We've we've kind of it's a powerhouse. Yeah, and, and, and we've gotten every ounce of optimization out of it. So when you switch from from diesel and fossil fuel to electric, you can do anything, right? Now now you have you can put automation on the machine, all of this GPS control. You can add that to the machine. So everything that we're advancing from a computer standpoint functions way better with an electric power source than it does with a diesel engine. Batteries dying on the job site might come up in your conversation <laughs> with customers. Time. How are you overcoming that? So you overcome it by having a better pack system, right? And, and making sure that you optimize the energy in that pack for the output on the machine. Equipment today wastes about 60% of the energy we put in the tank never gets used in the function. It's just wasted. Because you have mechanical systems and engines and connections and pumps and hoses and liquids. Yeah. So when you go from an electric pack to an electric motor, there's almost no energy loss between those two units. So you can make the equipment way more efficient. Um, you never lose energy on idle. So when you let go of the lever, it's off. When you touch the lever, it's on. So we're figuring out that power runtime issue, and uh, I think our customers are pretty happy with it. And ROI, right, the bottom line matters, yes. and so these are being pretty efficient from a time spent uh, when your, your guys are out on the, the site. So, you know, great question, right, ROI. A typical diesel machine in a 18,000 pound class costs you about $20 an hour to operate. Ours is about 50 cents. Pretty significant difference. Pretty significant. <laughs> Let's talk about some partnerships, specifically with Whisper Drive. So Whisper Drive is a partnership with a company called Moog. Moog is a uh, aerospace and aircraft um, actuator and engine company. So they build military aerospace aircraft parts. We've taken their aircraft technology and partnered it with our pack system to create a total, a total drive system. So now instead of just having a pack and engine and a hydraulic pump, you have a pack and fully electric automation right through to the wheels and the drive system. Wow. No shortage here of technology and innovation happening at Green Machine. No, so if you go to Bobcat's booth, yeah. they have a track loader, about a 8,000 pound unit, 
that is fully electric. There's no hydraulics, no fuel, no fluids of any type. There's a pack, electric actuators, and a control system. Stephen Avery from Briggs & Stratton joins me now. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Diana. Let's talk about the Vanguard battery. Some great stuff coming into the construction industry. Yeah, that's correct. So we, we observed a need in the marketplace for a lithium ion battery that could power things from one kilowatt hours up to 20 or 40 kilowatt hours. So there's a lot of electrification taking place and it's really exciting for us to be able to meet the needs of our customers and OEMs that we haven't even worked with before because uh, we're able to power things that uh, engines never even powered. And we're not talking just really small machines, right? No, uh, absolutely not. The, all sorts of machines from, big to, uh, from small to big uh, and in between. What makes it a really integrated solution because that's important? Uh, so lithium-ion batteries need something called a battery management system or a BMS. And ours is actually integrated right in our packs. They, uh, it's actually designed by us and we own the code around that. So that's where all your safeties and the, in, uh, the communication with the application takes place. And it's inside every battery for us. The battery is an IP66 plus pressure washer rated uh, enclosure, which means that we can actually pressure wash the uh, battery when we're done because construction is, uh, you know, you're going to get messy. It's going to get dirty. Uh, you got to pressure wash it at the end. And we know our customers expect that. Uh, there wasn't anything else on the marketplace that did it, but we knew we had to do that. So we, that's what we did. Um, so everywhere from uh, a weatherproof battery to having this integration inside every battery that allows you to even parallel up to four batteries of the same size. Uh, and it, it, it's really neat to work with. Super important also to talk about battery life, right? Correct. And knowing where your battery stands because customers yes. certainly don't want their batteries dying out on the job site. Absolutely, and this is a commercial grade battery. So we communicate our state of charge, state of health over our CAN bus networks to the application, as well as the battery life over its, its the life of the battery is very good as well. So we rate it for 2,000 cycles. Uh, at for Our first battery is a five kilowatt hour battery. And so if you use that for 5,000 watts continuous, you can do that 2,000 times. At the end of the day, the battery still works fine, but that five kilowatt hour pack is now a four kilowatt hour pack because it's 80% the capacity. And that's how we rate lithium ion batteries and their life cycles. What are customers asking for from you then, right? There's gotta be a demand. <laughs> all sorts of things. Uh, it's really fun uh, uh, seeing all sorts of applications and opportunities we have. Our first application is uh, the Argo Rover. And we power Argo's manned recreational vehicles with our Vanguard engines. And now we also power their, it's a giant robot, there's eight wheels on it, it's the size of a small car. Uh, the main industry for them is military right now, but there's other commercial applications that are being used right now that's starting to utilize it. Uh, and so we're a one-stop shop for them. So they come to us for their uh, vehicles, whether it's for an engine or a battery. And we pride ourselves in our customer uh, our customer satisfaction and our support. So I'm actually an application engineer for our battery pr uh, products and me and my other fellow co-workers that are also application engineers, we work in the Power Application Center and we work to make sure that whether it be a battery or an engine, it fits the application well and that the customer is going to be happy when they buy the product. How is adoption going within the construction industry for this technology? It's going well and uh, this week there's a lot of buzz. Uh, people are stopping by. I, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to in the booth. It's been, it's been great. Uh, and there's a lot of excitement behind it. Everybody knows it's the future. Uh, but you know, engine, engines aren't going anywhere, but it's really neat that we're able to serve 
more things. We're, we're being able to operate machines inside with it. Uh, and, and the possibilities are kind of endless. Clean energy is important, right? Absolutely. Bart DeHaven from Cotto joins me. Thanks so much. Thank you. Let's talk about the battery-powered mini excavator. Yes, ma'am. We have two battery-powered okay. excavators. Uh, the 9VXB that we came out with about two and a half years ago. Um, it made the top 50 products for... Um, equipment today. Equipment today, yes, I guess. So, uh, yeah, good little machine. It's uh, 28 inches wide, so it'll go through a 30-inch door, five-foot dig depth, and it's got an eight-hour runtime. so on a single charge. So a great machine for us right now. And you just debuted another one this spring, right? Yes, ma'am, a 17VXB. It's a 4,000-pound machine to dig about seven-foot deep, same runtime of eight hours uh, on a single charge. And the good thing about both those machines is they don't, uh, the batteries themselves have no memory, so you don't lose it. You can charge it if you only run it half the time, you can charge it. And it doesn't gain any memory loss or whatever with the, with the run time. So. You probably get a lot of questions about battery-powered machines on the job site and whether they are going to last the full eight hours that you're telling them it's going right, to last. Right, right. They, and they will. They will. You know, it's, it's, uh, right now it's, a, I guess, a big learning curve for not only us because the, the contractors are requiring it, the job sites are requiring it, where it comes from, uh, you know, no admissions, but also noise pollution too, we're hearing is a big thing. When you're working around a hospital or somewhere like that, where the, you know, the machine will be running, creating all that noise. So that's another big thing that we're looking at. And the ROI is there, right? You're, you're proving that with your customers. They are, the ROI is there. Um, it, it's, um, you know, as I guess time goes on and there's more development with the battery technology, it's gonna, you know, lower the cost on the machines. Right now they're, you know, they're expensive for, some guy to just go out and buy for just one single job, but that's why the rental companies are really doing really well with them because the rental investment is there too. What type of projects would this type of technology be um, suited best for? Interior demolition is where we're seeing probably 85% of them, but we have a lot of rental companies that are renting them to guys that want to work outside, but they don't want the noise, they don't want to deal with the fuel. Um, that, but the interior demos, where it would be a, a hospital or pharmaceuticals, um, any kind of uh, food preparation to where they don't want any contamination with whatever type product or, uh, or their exhaust fumes. They don't want that going on. on that a really type. popular booth here at Con Expo. I'm sure a lot of questions coming out. A lot out. of questions, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Wonderful. Very good. Joining me now, Hiroshi Hasegawa from Delta Q. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about what Delta Q offers to the construction, construction industry. Sure. Um, Delta Q has realized for a long time that this was a segment that we've always wanted to get into. And with the emerging technologies that we have, we feel that we're poised right now to enter that market. We've got a lot of uh, really exciting charging opportunities. And with the implementation of better charging systems like lithium batteries and uh, smaller, more efficient chargers, we, we're poised to, to enter it and we realize that, you know, this is something that Delta Q really wants to get into. Yeah, it's the future, it's definitely not the past, yeah. Correct, correct. Battery and charging trends, hot topic, innovation here at Con Expo and elsewhere. Where does Delta Q play into that? Well, we've learned from the other markets that we've been into that uh, the, the, the real strength of Delta Q was to provide make the charger the, the, the smart solution so that the customer who uses it doesn't have to think about it. Plugs in the system, charges efficiently, charges in the shortest amount of time, 
uses the least amount of energy, and it's a kind of a fire and forget system. Like the, the, the customer doesn't really have to be a charger expert in order to succeed. So the trends that we see are that the customer expectation is, is, is rising. You know, he's got, they've got, uh, you know, even their smartphones and everything else they use are all lithium and powered and they can get, uh, you know, extended runtime. So that's the expectation, even the equipment that they use. They want to have a simple solution that they can plug, plug in quickly, walk away from it and come back, you know, in a, in a period of time and know that they, that, that piece of equipment can be used, so. You're probably getting asked a lot of questions because it's newer technology. Sure. It's um, just kind of getting into the marketplace by way of construction equipment. Right. You don't want a battery to die all of a sudden on a job site. Right. Tell me how Delta Q approaches that. Well, we work, we work with a lot of OEMs to make sure that we right size the size of the battery so that they're getting as much battery as they need without having too much. I mean, obviously, the more batteries you put in, there's more weight, you know, that decreases the, the it makes it more difficult to, to run that equipment. So what we're, we're really focused on is to make sure that the, that the customer, the dealer, the, the, we really understand the requirements of what they expect. And if it's an eight hour runtime, that we right size the battery, get them the battery solution they need and the charger that goes with it to make sure that, you know, they have a total, you know, satisfaction in the piece of equipment they use. And the construction is challenging. I mean, you know, they don't ha aren't able to plug in out of every corner. So. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So, you know, we, we're, we try to make sure that we, what they need is that they have high efficient batteries that will, you know, make them be able to run for an eight hour day, so. And move the kind of, you know, material that they're moving around. Correct, correct. And the things I've seen at the show is just, uh, it's mind blowing that the fact that back breaking work is now done by one person uh, a lot more safely and in a shorter period of time. So the the, uh, the owners of the equipment are seeing that payback because they're not asking their, their people to do, you know, fairly tough jobs, right? In, in pretty harsh environments, right? So we want to, uh, you know, grow with that and make sure that we provide those solutions to those customers, so. There has to be some regulatory requirements around this topic. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, I mean, everybody now is, you know, we all want to be green, we all want to be, and, and the government has addressed that. People like the Department of Energy and the California Energy Commission have made standards, efficiency standards higher. We can't get away with you just using any old battery anymore and expect it to, to do the job. Um, they want to use the least amount of power to, to do the job that they need. And it all translated into savings for the, for the people using it. It's good for the planet and it's good for business because you're using a lot less energy uh, to, to do these kind of jobs. We've learned that in the other industries that we've been in and now we were learn, learning that you know, people have said to us, is, you know, is it all about being green? Of course it's about being green, leaving the planet better than we found it. But it's also about saving the, the owner money. Yeah, doing the job, right? Exactly, exactly. So it, we realize that's, that's, it's, it's a total cost of ownership, and that's how we approach it for e-construction. So. Are there best practices that you could share with us? Sure. I mean, the best thing to do is really, when you're working with a partner to develop some kind of solution, to make sure that you outline exactly what your requirements are going to be. If the expectation is it has to run for an eight hour day or it has to charge in a, in a four hour period or I'm not going to get an opportunity to plug it in, that they completely lay out everything that they need from whoever partners they work with and to make sure that they, you know, they get a solution so that, that when the end result happens, they're going to be completely happy with it. And Delta Q really prides itself on working with various battery partners. So we have a whole suite of software and hardware solutions that will work with just about most of the major vendors, whether it's LG or Samsung, I mean, we're, we've really spent a lot of time developing those relationships so that we can offer that total solution to the customer. 
Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing this no technology problem. with us. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you to the participating interviewees for providing their insights into the continued evolution of electrification in the construction industry. And be sure to tune in each Tuesday for a new episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.